Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Battle over new relief bill. You must think big now. Campus closure. It has to be done to protect people. It's hurting everybody, really. Senior class outing for pandemic principal. They can't come to me. I'll just go to them. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan in northern New Jersey with the CBS World News Roundup. While millions of us struggle to make ends meet in a coronavirus pandemic that's torn a hole in the economy, CBS's Bill Rakoff tells us a newly proposed relief bill in Washington is facing stiff headwinds. House Democrats are introducing the HEROES Act. It's a $3 trillion plan that pours money into state and local governments, addresses first responders, and provides relief for mortgage and rent payers. But Republicans like Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell want to pause on relief. We're taking a look at what we've already done and assessing the effectiveness of that before deciding to go forward. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi blasts the idea. Hunger doesn't take a pause. The rent doesn't take a pause. The bills don't take a pause. The bill is expected to pass on Friday. The Senate will likely wait till after Memorial Day to consider relief options. Now to California, where Governor Gavin Newsom has announced a new reopening plan. If you cannot telework, we will allow for office modification and office openings. Malls can be opened for pickup. There's new guidance for restaurants, but counties will have the final say on whether dine-in service will be allowed. Los Angeles beaches reopen today. For many California college students, there will be no fall return to campus. It is the largest university system in the country, but this fall it will be essentially all online. Students, for the most part, are understanding. In the end, it has to be done to protect people. But for others, online only presents some problems. I'm a mechanical engineering major, and that requires a lot of tutoring. And so, like, all that stuff being virtual, it kind of hinders my learning process. There will be some exceptions, like clinical nursing courses, which require in-person training. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. Elsewhere around the country, CBS's David Vegno tells us there's often been a price to pay to reopen. An unreleased FEMA report finds that coronavirus infection rates in some cities spiked dramatically in early May after many states loosened restrictions. Take Nashville and Des Moines. Cases increased by more than 90 percent over seven days. And new hotspots continue to spike at meatpacking plants in the Midwest. 212 new cases were found at Tyson's Madison, Nebraska pork plant. And in St. Cloud, Minnesota, the Pilgrim's Pride poultry processing plant saw cases more than double, from 83 on Friday to 194 Monday. Workers protested 
walking off the job. Overseas, correspondent Ramey Innocencio tells us there's new concern about the virus rearing up again in Asia. In the next 10 days, China's coronavirus epicenter is testing its entire population of 11 million people. Wuhan reported six new coronavirus cases over the weekend. In South Korea, Seoul has ordered more than 2,000 clubs and bars closed and now contact tracing nearly 11,000 people. A new cluster of more than 100 COVID-19 cases were found linked to the capital's entertainment district of Itaewon. Dr. Jerome Kim is a leading epidemiologist in South Korea. If the government of Korea hadn't done this, then there would be 119 people out there infecting other people. But in Japan, some good news. Prime Minister Shinzo Abe says the country is now on a steady path to ending its epidemic. The national state of emergency could be lifted across much of the country Thursday. In Britain, some restrictions are being eased today as we hear from CBS's Vicki Barker in London. Rules restricting sunbathing and outdoor exercise have been relaxed and some people have been told they can go back to work if it's safe to do so. Basically, people are being asked to use their common sense. And if the COVID curve continues to flatten here, then the government will consider reopening schools, stores, restaurants, and gyms as early as next month. And with food delivery at home more of a thing during the pandemic, Uber is reportedly considering buying Grubhub. A federal judge indicates there will be no fast action in the Michael Flynn case. The Justice Department dropped the prosecution of the former Trump national security advisor. He had pleaded guilty to lying to the FBI in the Russia investigation. Legal analyst Jonathan Turley says it appears the judge will allow what are known as friend-of-the-court briefs. The defendant and the prosecutors agree that the case should be dismissed. So effectively, the judge is bringing in third parties to make the argument that the actual parties will not make. Flynn's attorneys say no third parties should be involved. Nebraska voters shattered that state's record for absentee voting with nearly 400,000 mail-in votes in the midst of the pandemic. Joe Biden won the Democratic presidential primary. CBS's Ed O'Keefe says national party officials have now passed new rules that set the stage for a virtual nominating convention in August. The plan is to still hold some kind of in-person event, unclear how big, in Milwaukee, the host city, but it won't necessarily be uh, that sort of arena show that we've come so accustomed to watching over the last 40 to 50 years. In a special election, Republicans held on to a congressional seat in Wisconsin. Now to Texas, where a high school principal went the extra mile when the pandemic closed his school. CBS's Maria Villarreal says he got behind the wheel and went looking for members of the senior class. Good morning, everyone. When Principal Verdi Montgomery was forced to close Wiley High School's doors, he knew he had to find a way to stay connected. They can't come to me. I'll just go to them. Did you really think I, I can get to all 612? Well, when I told my wife what I was going to do, she gave me that look that I'm familiar with. The, like, the you're, you're crazy, you're crazy. Look. I can't. You're not going to do this. 12 days and nearly 800 miles later, Bertie and his wife have visited almost every senior's house, including Lauren Gurley's. I cried. <laughs> it's good to know that somebody cares about you. How's it going? He gave each senior a card and some candy before taking a selfie. What was the hope that you would get out of that? Pretty selfish, because I told him from the jump go, this is really not for y'all. Y'all are handling this fine. And I just want to see you, and I just want you to know I care about you. This matters. This matters a lot. Giving people a sense of hope, letting them know that they're not alone. Despite the distance, people still care enough to stay connected. Mireya Villarreal, CBS News, Wiley, Texas. Many of us have been working from home for weeks because of the coronavirus pandemic. 
Are we getting the job done? A report from Salesforce Research into remote working during the COVID pandemic has found a nearly negligible 1% decline in overall productivity. But workers are much more engaged and 40% prefer to work at home now and in the future. The report found 61% of the workers polled were working from home, 53% started at the beginning of the outbreak, and 44% have been using video conferencing to stay in touch with coworkers. Jim Shenevy, CBS News. Twitter has told some of its staffers they can continue working from home forever if they want to, even after corporate offices reopen, likely in the fall. Facebook and Google are among the companies encouraging at-home work until 2021. And that's the World News Roundup at home in northern New Jersey. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.